Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey everyone, Stephanie here. Hi, it's Carrie. <laughs> I felt like I had to say that because you were like, Stephanie here. I don't know. I don't know why I said my name, but I just did. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because you were recording those other ones. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's true. Yep. And that's a good segue. I was going to save it for the end, but we could save it say in the beginning. Go for it. So as everyone knows, Hallmark just did their seven nights of Thanksgiving. So we had a new Christmas premiere Monday through Friday on Hallmark, and then we had our normal weekend premieres. So this episode, we're covering normal weekend Friday through Sunday. And then Carrie and I are each recording short five-minute reviews of the five movies that came out during Thanksgiving. And these are all going to be released at the same time on Friday. Yay! So that is something to look forward to. They're really short, quick reviews. So yeah, that'll be fun. Yep. All right. So we have our first Lifetime premiere on Friday, which was Dear Christmas with Melissa Joan Hart and Jason Priestley. Yeah. I literally wrote down middle of the road and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I did actually make some comments on this. My voice just cracked for some reason. I guess I better drink some more of this tea. Very secretly a 12-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. So I really thought I was going to like this based upon how Jason Priestley came out of the tow truck at the beginning of the movie. Oh, that kind of, I thought it was funny, but I didn't like it. I liked it because it was so over the top. But then I feel it was just kind of like downhill from there because I loved his Mr. Christmas truck where he's like got cocoa inside and Christmas music and chargers for people to use while he's fixing their car. Um, Yes, he's a very accommodating roadside assistance guy. And just for everybody, his, so they know what we're talking about. His entrance was a slow-mo out getting out of his truck type thing where she like realizes how hot he is yeah yeah it was ridiculous well I actually (laughs) kind of liked the fact I'm kind of into these movies where the girls aren't like trying to pretend like they're not interested in the guy that's true when they clearly are it's like Mm -hmm. hello my reaction wouldn't be that way with Jason Priestley so it wouldn't be well I know uh, but like people have done it with Andrew (laughs) Walker and you're like and Ryan Pavey you're like no 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 stop it yeah (laughs) like this is andrew we're talking about here (laughs) so i just feel like it was a refreshing a little bit for her to be like oh i find him really attractive um but Mm -hmm. it really didn't hold my attention nope and this is kind of a spoiler i didn't like that she needed affirmation from her eighth grade self (laughs) that it was okay to feel what she was feeling like her journal she kept looking for this journal to see if she wrote his name in there and she was like, this is moving too fast. This is moving too fast. As if knowing the guy in eighth grade and writing his name in your journal is going to make that big of a difference because you technically still don't know him. Yeah. They weren't even good friends in eighth grade. Right. Like she barely remembered him. She guessed four other people before him. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, about the diaries, I thought it was cute and funny because I think that's a really true to life thing. You know, you think you like a boy in one day in fifth grade and then the next day you don't and then you like someone else and you cross it out and you're in this dreamy state because you're young and you don't understand anything yeah so i i thought that was cute yeah and she liked all the boys she was boy crazy (laughs) yes she was (laughs) the other thing that i definitely wrote down was super in all caps guys fake baby belly (laughs) oh yeah this was in like over the top baby belly they just stuck a basketball under her shirt it was horrible i mean you know i'm fairly certain that motherhood maternity has fake belly bumps that you could put on to try on clothes you could have gotten a fake belly bump somewhere well no one's going in stores during covid time well you wouldn't have bought that from baby (laughs) you would have bought it from amazon anyway or something like that you know like somebody or why don't they just have that on set when they're gonna have a pregnant person in the show you know what i'm saying it should be a prop. Yeah. I was just distracted because they actually got in like a real quote unquote actress to play her sister because I'm pretty sure that was, it was Nikki Whalen and she's been the lead in Hallmark movies. See, and you, you mentioned that before, but I did not recognize her nor have I actually looked her up. So <laughs> I don't know what other movies. Wait, maybe I wrote it down because sometimes I write down the supporting cast information. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I just left her name empty. With nothing beside it. I didn't go that far down. She was very far down the list of the people that they provided that were in this. Um, That's so weird. Yeah. 
also, I there was the super random boss relationship. Yeah. So at the beginning, the boss breaks up with the guy that she's been dating. Well, then at the end, she's with this person. And they've literally never mentioned this guy, I don't think, before. I did not remember his name coming up. Oh, no. Melissa brought it up. She's like, what about, I forget his name, but like, what about Henry in accounting? He's liked you for five years now. Oh. See, I didn't remember that at all. So when it came up, I thought it was super random. I figured that they were, they, I mean, she said, my friend's been telling me I should do this blah, blah, blah forever. But it's like, I don't know. I think they could have made it more prominent because I just, I definitely didn't remember that. Well, I just thought it was awkward because she was the one who talked the whole time and the guy just sat there silently. Yep. And obviously it's because he's not a real actor, everyone. He's just a crew member they brought in because he's part of the COVID bubble. Yep. But I feel like they could have given him a line or something because it's just him awkwardly sitting there and she's like all cuddled up on him like, we just have so much in common. It's so great. We're so in love. Yeah, it was just sitting there. It was really weird. (laughs) And my last comment was, is glass blowing now officially a Christmas activity? According to Lifetime, it is. I mean, isn't this like the third, second or third movie? I know it's the second. Yeah, I know it's at least the second. I know. I feel like there. it is the third. I feel like we saw something else that had glass blowing in it. I like the little hearts that he was making, but it was just, I was like, wow, I did not realize that like this many people in America are doing glass blowing. And maybe <laughs> now that there's COVID and everybody's stuck at home, <laughs> they've taken it up. They picked it back up. and <laughs> Well, maybe because they had this equipment for the glass blowing in the Christmas edition, they're like, ooh, we have have all this stuff why don't we just do glass blowing Maybe. i mean it it was a different activity the first time we saw it yeah and now now it's getting to the point like um okay <laughs> and i like it as an activity because you and i yeah. we, you know thought of like what kind of a hallmark movie if we were going to make a hallmark movie what kind of stuff would we have in it and we try to mm-hmm. think of things that are like common enough that it's like known but not so common that it's in every single movie yeah so I like the fact that glass blowing was in this. I just don't believe that this many people are doing glass blowing. Well, that just makes me wonder. I mean, I didn't look this up, but I feel like I should. Is there like some kind of glass blowing studio around us that we could go that lets you come in oh. and like do it yourself? I or don't take know. A class? I know that kind of like, you know, painting. There's the glass. They do glass blowing at one of the parks where you can go see it. But that's all I've ever seen is where you can go watch other people who are skilled do the glass blowing. I've never seen a place where you could go do it yourself. Mm. But of course, I I mean, it seems dangerous. I agreed. And I haven't been looking for it. So no, maybe it is there. And it's just I hadn't looked in the right spot. Well, Murphy's Law, now that we've mentioned it, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be on Instagram. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm going to see a Facebook ad when I get off here. Do you want to go glass blowing? Because honestly, okay, this is a tangent. However, (laughs) I clicked on one mixed tiles ad on Facebook earlier today because I'm like, oh, mixed tiles seems cool, but I didn't want it. So I clicked out. All my ads on Facebook today have been mixed tiles. Are you, I'm like, are you kidding me? I clicked on it once. It is a problem. Anyway. So gore wise, what'd you give this guy? I gave it all threes. Maybe it should have been all twos, but I didn't hate it. Well, I gave it all threes except for Christmas. I gave it a four because they they did a lot of Christmassy kind of things. Like they had the party and the sugar cookies and the apparently glass blowing. And the like it just seemed like they were going to the fireman's ball thing. They there was like a lot. Yeah, of but there was things. no actual ball. Well, I mean, hello, you don't want people to get COVID. <laughs> I actually thought that was kind of clever planning. Like, oh, my sister's having her baby. I'm going to wait just long enough until everyone's gone. Yes. But you're still there. You don't know I'm coming, but you're going to still be there. <laughs> yeah. But I, Well, this is a nonsense. Me too. And next is the Christmas Waltz. So this one's the one with Lacey Chabert and Will Kemp where she gets dumped. Or technically she dumps him because he decides to move without consulting her. And... She keeps her, she had just scheduled wedding dance lessons. And so she keeps them and starts dancing. This was a good movie. I was on the fence of as to whether I was going to call it a love or a nonsense. Mainly because even though I feel like I rated it pretty high, I feel like I loved other movies much more than this one this season. But I think you li- really liked this one. Is that right? Yes. I I really like dancing and in movies and so I think that helped me like it more when they weren't dancing 
I didn't pay as much attention. But when they were dancing, I really liked it. It felt very romantic every time they danced. And I literally thought, (laughs) so we've joked before about Hallmark marketing bottled with love with Andrew Walker and Bethany Joy Mm -hmm. Lynn as the most romantic movie ever. And then I literally thought about Christmas Waltz and I'm like, I feel like this would be the most a better candidate for most romantic movie ever (laughs) because every time they danced, it was so romantic. Like this was one of the few movies this season that I literally felt romance Mm -hmm. and not just in a, oh, they're falling in love kind of way. Yeah. So I really like that. And I appreciated that Will is like a professional dancer. He went to dance school and everything. Oh, cool. So yeah, that was really interesting. And then that also made me think, so you know how some movies feel like they're centered around one person and like their talent. Case in point, Alicia Witt. Yep. They build whole movies around her and her singing. She can sing. She built a whole movie around her. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get that clear. (laughs) So it made me think of that. I'm like, I highly doubt they built this movie around Will because if they were going to build a movie, they would build it around Lacey. Uh Uh-huh. But it felt like it was built around Will and his dancing skills because it was showcased so much, but not in a way that made me dislike him like Alicia. I really liked it. And I was like, I'm okay with this being the Will show. Well, they're all so cute. There also wasn't like long, like he didn't bring up this idea at the town hall meeting where everybody's like, oh, that's such a great idea. And they like look at her lovingly and like... I know nobody just stood and watched him and then clapped for five minutes, giving him adoring looks, and he just basked in it. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I really liked that. This is a random thing, but I was like, why make him Russian but have an English accent? And they tried making fun of it because Lacey asked him, like, you're Russian? Why do you have an an English accent? And he just looked at her. So they didn't address it. I was like, (laughs) this is so, like, what? That's funny. I loved her outfits in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought a lot of her dresses were really nice, and I actually really liked her coats. The first coat she was wearing was like this white plaid coat, and when I first saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's not like a normal white coat. That's so cute. And then I got a closer look at it, and it was actually a plaid. I thought it was like a wool coat with a plaid design like pressed into it, so it was like not an actual plaid, right? But it was really a plaid. So then then I was like, oh, what a bummer, but then her other coats... I really liked them. And she was like, she was very matchy matchy with her raspberry coat with her raspberry dress and her blue coat with her blue dress. Like, yeah, she was very put together and fancy. Well, that was her whole thing. Funny thing or interesting thing, I guess. I saw a live with Lacey and she said that she thinks her last dress is probably one of the most beautiful she's had that she's worn. I was like, I can see that. It was a really pretty dress. It was. I didn't love the way it fit. Sometimes. I didn't even notice that. It was just like bunchy in the middle, I felt like, a little bit. But maybe it was the way that the shimmers were on it because the top was shimmery. So mm-hmm. it may have been the light catching the shimmers that made me perceive it that way. Maybe. Because so, I definitely didn't notice that. I will say that the reason that I... I'm kind of like on the fence about love or nonsense. I wrote two things down is one. I think I'm kind of tired of the whole I'm engaged to the wrong person and meet someone else. And it's like, oh, this is the one, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's a little bit different whenever you're engaged to the wrong person. And then you go back home and you meet someone that you've known your whole life and you used to be in love with. And you're like, oh, now I remember why this felt so right or whatever. But like, I don't know. I don't know why all these people getting engaged to the wrong people, but we have a 50% divorce rate. So perhaps (laughs) this is right on bar. So, but then I'm also over the wrong guy going to the right guy and like inserting himself. So her ex-fiance goes to him and says they're back together when they haven't decided that they're back together. Yeah, I never understand why these guys, or sometimes it's the women, you know, why they come back and lie. Because it'll be easy enough to figure out that you lied about something. Yeah. You know? So I don't get it. And then as far as the being engaged to the wrong people, I think in her case and a lot of the other cases that we've seen, it's mostly like they get engaged because they're busy people and they work well together and they're more of let's make this a business arrangement so it's not a love thing. And then they meet a person who 
gets them out of their businessy practical mind where they actually can fall in love. So that's the thing. I think it would be different if like she loved him not because like they worked well together and like they literally were in the same company and stuff. I don't know. You know, like if he was somebody that she known all her life and like they were high school sweethearts and then they got engaged and then they broke up and she met somebody and fell in love in a week, then that would be like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. I just still think, like, I just feel like it's so obvious that this is the wrong person for you. <laughs> Not that people don't do that you know, get married to people who are obviously the wrong person. But it's like these people are over the top the wrong person, I always feel like. Like very self-centered, only think about themselves, never put you first, don't want to compromise. I mean, that's true. But sometimes they do give them a sympathetic, like even in, you just watched Christmas on my mind and her fiance wasn't terrible. He wasn't the right guy for her, but he wasn't terrible. Yeah. And normally when they're not bad people, They end up giving them another love interest, like the girl's friend. Yeah, but they also in that movie very clearly made it obvious that she was running from who she really was and pretending to be somebody else. And he fit into who she was pretending to be. Yeah. But I don't know. This became a very long tangent. (laughs) I just, it happens so often. I just think I'm kind of tired of it. Fair enough. And I would also like to know if men in real life actually go talk to the other people and intimidate them into I yeah I don't know I feel like it would be hard to find well maybe it probably wouldn't be difficult to find the other person they'd have to like show up at their work which this guy did but his work was more of a public place a dance studio I I don't know if somebody would show up at somebody's like corporate office office. yeah I don't know I don't know if it's happened to you let us know (laughs) we want to hear your story How'd it work out for you? <laughs> Guessing not well. <laughs> well. Well, moving on from this, I liked the kiss at the end, although mm. you laugh. I know. I thought it was kind of cute, like, that they did it on stage. However, and I told you this story, but I'm going to share it again. For all the Glee fans, they may remember a certain Rachel Berry and Finn singing a song called Pretending on the national stage and... They kissed at the end and they ruined their chances of winning nationals because it is is unprofessional to kiss on stage during a performance unless it's like, you know, a play or something. So that was in my mind when they kissed as they were dancing. I was like, this is a performance, y'all. Well, and you know, I just don't love the ones in front of everybody. I, Mm -hmm. I felt like. I, I felt like it could have, the whole ending of this could have been served better to let her see her friend and family that were in the audience afterwards. Now, what we saw both got cut off because we recorded it and the I think the recording cut off because when I, I was telling you that when I was watching If I Only Had Christmas, I saw the very end of it and they were like taking a bow, which I did not see mm-hmm. at the end of my recorded one. But even with that, I really felt like letting her see her family and just having a conversation because she's made this up in her mind, like about how she wasn't good at dancing. And they were like, oh, well, you've you know, you just we put you into things that you were better equipped for and blah, blah, blah. I would have liked to have experienced them talking about it and them praising her for how well she did. Well, I just think that this movie deserved better than an abrupt end. Yeah. It ended too quickly. Normally, normally they do, you know, the kiss and then the camera pans off and it's okay. But this one, you really, it was just so random and dislike, dislike it all. Totally understandable. Well, I did a four for the set, five for the style because I really loved her dresses, three for the storyline and four for Christmas. I'm like all over the place. I'm a roller coaster over here. I gave it all fours. Okay. I, I did like it. And it's a love. I didn't give it a love or a nonsense. I could be swayed either way, I think. We can't be blank. So <clears throat> it's a love. <laughs> and now we'll move on okay. to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries USS Christmas. This is the second movie that Hallmark really, really pushed this year. So it was a Christmas house. And then it was this one because Jen Lily and Trevor Donovan We're doing a ton of press for this. And it wasn't my favorite. I'm just about tired of reporters tracking down past stories. (laughs) I am sick of it. And I bet you there's going to be... There is another one. There's that stupid Christmas charm one coming out. Oh, yeah. This weekend. (sighs) Why? I know. Why? I know. 
And then I was thinking, oh, this one doesn't have like a bracelet or a ring or whatever it is or coin. And then all of a sudden there's the ornament. And I was like, oh my gosh, it does have that. (laughs) Can we just name off all the lost things people have lost in their lives that we need to reconnect people to? I know. Oh my goodness. And if it was this easy, can I have my um, Lindy Star Sapphire that I lost in high school (laughs) back? (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) My mind just went to like a COVID mask that you embroidered. <laughs> like, oh, Kelly lost her mask. You gotta this find is an Kelly. important time in history. <laughs> we should write that uh, one. I wonder if I would have liked this movie better if I'd seen it earlier on, but I don't think so. See, and I liked this storyline, but I did mark it down because I really enjoyed this movie. But I did mark it down because there have been so many that the storyline feels old. Mm -hmm. And this was a Movies and Mysteries one, which is supposed to make you feel, you know, feelings. And I was mostly blah through the whole thing until she talked to a veteran. And he was like, I was in a prisoner camp for seven years. And that made me tear up because like, oh, my gosh, seven years as a POW. Yeah, that that part really got me. And I I don't know if it's because my dad was in Vietnam or or like I literally just went to Charleston and they have the aircraft carrier there. And one of the things that they have on the aircraft carrier is they have a recreation of Vietnam camps. So we walked through there. And my dad was talking about like how how it looked like his or how it didn't look like his and that sort of a thing. So I don't know if it was mm-hmm. that or just it, it got me. But I was not expecting him to say that. I was honestly expecting him to say it was longer than we expected because I was stuck at war for longer. You know, like I was expecting mm-hmm. to only be there for nine months and they were in the, we were there for two years or I don't know. I don't know how long Vietnam lasted. So those could be really unjustified. Well, numbers, it's but- like it, it never really ended. Right. It just kind of dragged on and then no one thinks about it anymore because it was I maybe mean, Vietnam is a whole nother thing. But yeah, it was just you don't hear seven. Seven years is a long time. Yeah. And then to be a POW was like, what? Yep. And then to not know you have to go that long, not knowing and just assuming you're you're probably assuming that the person has died trying to keep hope that they're still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So that was the one emotional part. I really like their stop in New York, which obviously was not New York. <laughs> it was definitely Wilmington. But like, I loved that they went to like these three different places and he got to talk about something that was personal to him and she got to talk about something that was personal to her. And then they're like hightailing it back, running back to get on the ship because they're going to miss when they pull off. And I, li- I think they looked great together, the two of them. Yeah, they do make a very attractive couple. I thought they were going to read more of her article that she wrote at the end, but they did not. Oh, no. They read like the first three lines. They didn't read the ending because usually they'll start it and then they'll do the ending of it. That's like yeah. more dramatic. Here's what I learned thing. And they didn't do mm-hmm. that. So they don't care. <laughs> I did relate to her because part of her thing was I'm not going to date or be with a military guy. Yeah. You know, because her dad was in the military and all this stuff. And then she just she would worry too much and all this stuff. So I related to her for that because I kind of feel similarly, but we'll see if I have this random story that changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I related to that on a different note, not because of the military part, but because of the fact that my dad's a preacher. And so I was like, nope, never marrying a preacher. (laughs) It's not happening. And my dad literally has been like, hey, there's this seminary in Texas we could send you to and you could meet someone to marry. <laughs> Wait a second. So you would go to seminary, take the classes and stuff, but really you're just there to get married? No, I would just be going to that area to meet oh. somebody who's enrolled at the seminary. <laughs> <laughs> Is there not a closer seminary? <laughs> I don't know. It's halfway across the country. I don't know, Dad. <laughs> It's like you failed to meet anybody on the eastern seaboard. <laughs> Let's send you west. <laughs> he probably is feeling that way right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Yep. So and that's hilarious. And I know people, like I have a friend who is Greek and she grew up and she was like, I'm never marrying a Greek person. She calls me one night. She goes, Carrie, I'm engaged, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you'll never believe it. And I was like, he's Greek, isn't he? She's like, Yes. <laughs> I know. Never say never because you tempt fate. I know. 
exactly what happens. You can't be too strongly against something or it's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I try to temper my against it. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, moving on. So how did you score this one? I gave it a three for a storyline. Probably should have given it a two because I'm sick of it. I gave it a three for style because I really don't remember much. And she actually had her fancy outfit in like the very beginning. And I did give it a four for setting because I liked recognizing Wilmington. Like I've been down there. I thought being on the ship was really cool. So I gave it a four for that. And I gave it three candy canes because I just wasn't feeling that Christmas spirit. So did you mark it as a lover or nonsense? Nonsense. <laughs> so I gave it a five for set. I did up it because it was in Wilmington. And we could have gone down and seen them, you guys. I, I was there this. when they were filming it, remember? I was eating across the dock from the ship. But you had no idea. And I had no idea until <laughs> after I left that they were there when you told me. <sighs> Missed They're very secretive with their crews. And then style, I gave a four because I actually did remember thinking a couple of times that I liked her outfits. Like, I really liked her red dress at the beginning. And I there was like this cardigan flannel shirt that I thought was really cute. So I just, because I remembered something, I marked it up because there are so many of these that I'm like, I don't even remember anything about what they wore at all when I'm done. Mm -hmm. So I marked it up because I could actually remember something. And then I gave it a four for a storyline. Because <laughs> I do like this story. I like this one better than like... If you, I'm comparing the other reporter ones, I liked this one better than the other ones. I did think that, that this needs to be a future episode, us comparing the top reporter tracking down people's past. Well, we should do that, episodes. like, where we group them together based upon their storylines. And, like, ones like Meet Me at Christmas, which are, like, completely random storylines. Maybe we don't do that one. But, like, the reporter ones and then the music ones... We could totally do that one, too. Yeah. Stay tuned, everyone, for future episodes. Welcome to our brainstorming session. <laughs> I know, right? And then I need gave... a little jingle. <laughs> and then I gave it a five for Christmas because the ship was really super decked out, which is not usually my thing. You know, like the decoration isn't the big thing for me, but mm -hmm. I felt like they did. I don't know. I just felt like they I don't know. I just liked it. It was fun. And I felt like it was Christmassy. So I gave it a love. Well, <laughs> we can't be on the same page every single week. I know. Next, And I feel like a lot of people did love this movie. And next week we'll be back on track again. That's what happened the last time when we were on opposites. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's next yeah. week. Next week will be better. Hey, Stephanie. So we are back with Get to Know Us segment Christmas themed. Mm -hmm. So what skill would you love to learn? So you could make presents for family or friends. I would like to learn candle making. Oh. And like how to mix the scents and everything for it. Because I think that would be really fun. And everybody loves candles. So yeah. I feel like they would be nice gifts. That would be a good What gift. about you? Well, glass blowing, obviously. The Christmas edition. <laughs> You'll be like Rob Mays. Yes. <laughs> No. Although that would be cool thing to learn. I do not have the space in my apartment for glass blowing. So we will go with there are two things that I would be interested in doing and both of them are kind of related. My mom crochets these really cool blankets. So I mm -hmm. want to learn that because eventually my mom won't be with us anymore and I want to keep it going. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is quilts because my grandmother did that. And I saw somebody, Ooh, that's a good one. I saw somebody who did a quilt the other day, like on Instagram, they showed their first quilt they ever made. And I was like, I want to make that. <laughs> I've started too many things in 2020. I can't start something else, though. <laughs> you can't start quilting. Nope. But I think that would be I think that's a good one. And, you know, all about memories and yeah, kinds of things you can pass down. So yeah. that's a good one, Carrie. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Speaking of not better, <clears throat> Lifetime premiered Merry Little Christmas Wedding, a sequel. Neither of us. Well, you didn't watch it, right? Uh, no. And my only comment is nope. <laughs> okay. Right. I, I was pretty sure you didn't watch it. I know I definitely didn't watch it, but some people did. And their comments were, everybody got on their nerves. 
And Kelly's acting was enough to suffer through last year. <laughs> they weren't going to go through that. <laughs> wow. That's so sad because I actually <laughs> love Kelly Rowland, but that is a sad comment. <laughs> was this Chelsea's friend that said this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It was something like she wasn't going to go through that misery again. So, yeah. Yeah. I started the Merry Little Christmas and I watched 15 minutes and then I decided I don't think I can commit to this. I'm sorry. So I didn't. Yep. So it's nonsense. Even though we didn't watch it, we know it was nonsense. <clears throat> Moving along. Yeah. So the next one is If I Only Had Christmas. Woo! And this one I think was a good one for both of us. Mm-hmm. I was a little concerned. <laughs> at first when I first realized what this movie was and if you haven't watched it it is a Wizard of Oz recreation so you know they've been doing like Pride and Prejudice or whatever it's like that except for Wizard of Oz in present day Mm -hmm. and being from Kansas (laughs) I was like I don't know about this because like people from Kansas it gets over the the Wizard of Oz stuff just gets overdone. I don't know if you feel as strongly about this as I do, but because you're not technically from Kansas, even though you went to college there. But yeah, and no one ever said anything to me. And maybe it was because I was in Kansas and P- Kansas people don't say yeah, it. Kansas people, people Kansas. don't say it. And then when you and you're not saying you're from Kansas either, probably. No. So every time I say that I'm from Kansas, I get Oh, well, we're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, no, you know, like, oh, there's no place like home. And when she made that comment at the end of the movie, I was like, no Kansas person would ever say that. Maybe she's from Missouri side of Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I thought. I mean, it is the bigger side. Yeah. But I actually really enjoyed it. And I read this slide. I know you posted one of her other slides on our IG where she was answering questions, but she had a slide, a little tidbit that said she came up with this idea and wrote it and she produces all of her own movies. So she gets to choose every year which one she's going to be in because she is also producing them. Mm -hmm. And I kind of was really impressed that she wrote it and that it's a different storyline because the other ones that were written by actors this year were kind of similar with you know the guy coming in and saving the small yeah the alicia witt christmas tree lane one and then the christmas by starlight but to be fair i'm gonna give kimberly and paul the benefit of the doubt that kimberly came up with this idea before alicia came up with this idea for her story i don't know if that's true i don't know if they talked about their stories i don't think they talked about it but i think alicia has said or somebody has said I heard that she'd been working on this for years. So she had been writing the music and maybe they didn't talk about it, but then it they were proposed and neither one of them knew that the other one was proposing it. That's what I think kind of happened is they were working mm-hmm. on it in their silos and neither one of them knew. Yeah. Well, in the battle, Christmas by Starlight wins. Yes, it does. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. I love you better than Paul, but and I do anyway. too, but just by a little bit. <laughs> just, just by a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I that's what I liked about this movie was that it it was so different. Like, yes, it's based off of another story, but we haven't seen that on Hallmark or Lifetime. So I appreciated I thought this was the best one of the weekend because I really loved it. And I thought Candace and Warren were really good together. I felt their emotions like I actually saw tears. I don't know. Crying. Yeah. He had tears in his eyes. Yeah. So it felt more intense and real than some of these other movies where, you know, you have your crisis moment, Mm -hmm. but they're not really, I don't know, you know, like Candace, she teared up in the beginning when she didn't get this promotion she wanted Mm -hmm. and, you know, she really felt down on herself and you felt it. And maybe that's just, you know, better acting than the other people in these other movies. I don't know. I don't know. I agree, though. I think it was really well done and they were really funny. Now. You know me and Warren Christie because he is in my fave most wonderful time of the year. And I think he was hilarious in that movie. But I don't think he has done another Christmas TV movie since that movie. And so then wow. when I realized this, I was like, is this going to be like, you know, you you do so well the first time you hit a home run the first time out and then you like strike out the second time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm really glad it wasn't. He... Again, he was very funny. I thought they were funny together. I thought they worked well together. I wish I could ask Candace. I mean, I guess I could technically ask her. The question is if she will actually respond. Since she has so much control, did she pick Warren? Oh, I like, did curious. she choose him? Yeah. Or like I wonder how he was chosen. 
because if we think back to last year, her movie, Christmas Town, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on that guy's name, but he's never been in a Hallmark movie before. So like, I wonder if she purposely chooses guys who maybe aren't the regular ones and more based on their acting or something. I don't know. I'm just... I mean, but then again, in Shoe Addict's Christmas, it was Luke McFarlane. That's true. But but I just, I have that question. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get her to answer it sometime. Candace, answer our questions. No, you have a lot of them. But yeah, I thought Warren was so funny. My One of my favorite lines when he's like, well, I got to get home to the wife and kids or something. <laughs> and he just walks off. And she's like, wife and, and kids? Yeah, you could see in her mind like, oh my gosh, I've been like alone with this guy at romantic dinners and kind of flirting and this guy's married. <laughs> And then he's like, so funny. And he's like, they don't require much attention because they don't exist. Yeah. I was like, ah, you. That was so cute and sweet. Yeah. And I also like, and I'm going to give another shout out to Jen. Woo, Jen. Honorary podcast member. Mm -hmm. Um, She rewound and watched this scene multiple times. I thought it was super cute. And it's when he's about to go make this speech and he's like leaving her on the dance floor. But then he, he can't resist. So he stops and he turns around and he grabs her face. But he doesn't kiss her on the lips. He kisses her, he kisses on, the her on the cheek. I watched it twice. To- yes, yeah. Carrie. Yes. I was like, did he just kiss her? And then I was like, wait, rewind. And then I was like, oh, no. I mean, he did, but he did not like actually kiss her. But he I also mean, knew what he was getting up there to do, not to spoil anything. But yeah, but I still loved it. I was like, he had to get it in before he potentially thought he would ruin everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, I loved it. Now, now that you've mentioned it, there was dancing in this one. And singing. I did not like their dance. <laughs> no. And I felt it was really dumbed down because Candace actually is a really great singer. Like, didn't she win Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, I think so. And you just said singer, by the way. <laughs> Oh, whoops. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, I think she went pretty far if she did not win it. I don't know if she won it or not, but she did really good on Dancing with the Stars. And I didn't, I wasn't sure if it was the dance or was it the music? Because that music that they were playing, that the name of the song is, I cannot think of it for the life of me. It's like Jolly Old St. Nicholas or something. Yeah, it's very like, I'm going to use a word and it may not be the right one staccato is that the word where it's like dun 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 i think so like and it's like very specific like hard hit notes there's no flow to it so the dance did not have much flow through to it i thought it was not good yeah it wasn't the greatest but they had to have dancing because you know a nod to wizard of oz and then I also liked, this is off topic from the dancing, but I appreciated that this movie had a game that you could play as you watched because they had kind of like a bingo scorecards of Wizard of Oz references that you could cross off. Yes. Which really like kept me engaged and interested in the movie because I'm like, I got to find these things. So I really appreciated that. I did not do it as hardcore as you did. I started to do it and then I was like, I can't remember what's on this stupid card. And so I kind of like gave up and we'd talk about it if we had seen them and who we thought was what and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But I kind of gave up, but I did also like it. And it did make me interested to be like, okay, I know that these are characters like the flying monkey thing. I did not see. I don't know where that the girl said it. She's like. If I don't get this done, you know our boss is going to send her flying monkeys at me. Oh, okay. So, like, I was like, are we going to really see, like, a flying monkey? Like, is somebody going to have a monkey, like, hanging from the ceiling in her office? <laughs> I just took a drink of water, Carrie. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I wasn't real sure how literal we were supposed to be is it things that you're seeing is it things that you're hearing is it you know what i'm saying like that's how i felt too about like the brain and lion yeah which i think the brain was meant to be like the scarecrow who is the character that is the scarecrow that's what i felt like yeah and i did i crossed it off for literally hearing the word brainstorming I had diamond left and I was like, well, I think Candace was wearing a diamond and a ring because I don't know what that was supposed to be a reference to. Yeah, I didn't know what the diamond was. I, I didn't follow that one either, but I thought it was fun. I liked that they did it. I wish Candace would have shared some. I know. I tagged you, Candace, and I tagged Warren. Candace is totally listening. Although Warren did see 
a story that I posted. I saw that he was one of the <gasps> viewers on a, he didn't do, do anything or respond or anything. So, well, it was nice that he saw it. We'll have to tag him in our scorecard so that, you know, people have to see you a certain amount of times before they like, know, and trust you. Yes. We've got one down, only 759 more to go. Well, we've got mine, yours, and Jen's scorecards to tag him in. Yes. <laughs> and everyone else who should be filling out scorecards, yeah. they're saved to a highlight on our Instagram page. <laughs> So my Ugh. my last thing that I had to comment on this was Kansas City. I was so excited to see Kansas City represented. I feel like it. Well, that's where Hallmark is. It uh, is where Hallmark is, but I feel like it gets a snub a lot of the time in movies. Like people just don't think about it. Like mm-hmm. when I've told people I'm from Kansas City, they actually don't think it's as big of a city as it actually is. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, and they don't even know it spans two states. <laughs> I don't know that I knew that for a long yeah. time because I was, but I grew up in St. Louis. <laughs> Which so like, also spans two states. <laughs> I know, but all the main stuff, you know, is on Missouri side. Except but for yeah, where I, I lived, I which is the main main. <laughs> <laughs> Candy Cane Lane was definitely on the Kansas side. Okay. Okay. Sure. I'm just too Kansas side's best. The, the Missouri side does have a lot of stuff, but, you know, it has the cool things and they're doing a lot of revitalization in there and stuff like that. So it's a cool little town. And I actually, it's one of the places that I would totally move to and live. Hmm. So well, that's good to know. Yep. My niece has been We're trying to get to me to move there forever. <laughs> it's only like. Is that where she lives? No, it's only like three and a half hours from her in Arkansas, though. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm ready to rate. I gave this all fives except for style. I gave it a four what yeah i gave it all fives i figured <laughs> i liked like all of candace's outfits and i really liked her headbands i thought her hair looked all so cute oh i did not like the headband when she met him at the bar well now what explain your four <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm not a huge fan of those anyway they're like fascinator headbands like kate has made these like huge kate the duchess of cambridge Catherine. i know you're just like kate you know your best friend yeah she's only a princess i know but i was like so she's i think worn them a lot and they've become much more in style because she's worn them a lot and i just don't Mm -hmm. love the way that they look and i just felt like in that scene specifically with the headband and her hair being down and huge and then the coat like fluffing up the hair even more i just felt like it was a lot going on well i thought it was cute and i appreciate when people can wear headbands like that because i can't you could i don't think it would look good That's your own opinion. I bet if you wore it, like, it's probably like eating things. You have to eat something like 15 times before you decide, before your body will decide that it likes it. So you probably just need to wear it 15 times and then you'll get used to seeing yourself in it. I need to wear a headband that I don't think I look good in and go out in public 15 times. I didn't say you had to go out in public. You could wear it around your house and just look at yourself in the mirror and then you'll get used to what you look like in it. Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) These are loves for both of us. (laughs) oh gosh okay yes moving on there was not a hallmark movies and mysteries premiere after if i only had christmas so our last movie was lifetimes people presents once upon a main street or like i like to call it once upon a main street because people presents is stupid (laughs) i actually do think once upon a main street is kind of a cute name it is a cute name and i liked that that's the theme that they went for i like i was like what is this what i was curious as to what this name means and then when it was the theme i was like oh i like it yeah yeah you did not like this one as much as i liked this one no, I didn't dislike it. It was okay. I really liked Vanessa and Ryan. I thought they did a fine job. It had its own funny, it was like really physical humor, like falls and hits and that kind of thing. But I wasn't feeling the story. I don't know. <laughs> I'm laughing because I actually really liked the story. We're opposites today. Yep. I, well, you know, I love Ryan. I've loved him since Chuck. And mm-hmm. I think he's really hilarious. And I agree that it was just, it was definitely a physical, like, humor and so many of these don't do that you know i think that's why it stood out christmas by starlight had some of that as well Mm -hmm. specifically the christmas tree incident yes (laughs) (laughs) and i haven't seen vanessa in much of anything i don't think but i really liked her in this and i did mark the alley the guy's name is elder i don't I was like, why are oh, they calling him elder? Name. Like, because elder is used as a term in some churches. 
It was so weird for me to hear them calling him Elder. Yeah, it sounded like a title, not his real name. Yeah. And there are a lot of unique names they could have used because the whole point is he wasn't hard to find. The alley where he, spoiler, (laughs) reunites with his daughter. (laughs) That was so pretty. I loved that little alleyway. I agree. I did think that was really cute. And I felt like this was an interesting way to connect these two main characters. I feel like so many times... It's like the big, you know, career person, you know, or the big company trying to take over the small little thing. And this was two small business owners trying to, you know, get this one space. And then the fact that they're like, well, we're both going to go find the guy who owns it and talk him into it. (laughs) I was like, that's a little bit more different than what you would normally see in one of these movies, even though it is, I think, very much. I'm sure that there are other ones where it's two people fighting over the same space, especially like a house or something like that, you know, but mm-hmm. I just liked it. Well, and I actually feel like I don't think you're going to agree with me, but I actually feel like this might be the best Lifetime movie of the season. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I agree with that because let me look at where I put this. I put this as one, two, three, four, fifth place on the Lifetime movies. Oh, no, I definitely did not do that. (laughs) (laughs) But there were other Lifetime movies like the Yule Blog one you liked a lot better than I like. And Yule Blog is right before it. So there you go. So what did you score it? I gave it a three for storyline. I gave it a four for style because I really liked like her hair and her outfits. And Ryan was just really cute as always. Yep. I gave it a three for setting because there wasn't anything special. And then this downtown area, this is, I guess this isn't technically setting, but it felt really COVID to me because they're walking downtown and there was nobody there. Like normally these small towns, you have a bustling center. It was like a ghost town. So Some of these small towns are that way though. Yeah, but not for these movies. Well, no, but that, I mean, that doesn't mean it's not real life. That It just didn't fit. It didn't, I don't know. Well. So, yeah. And then I gave it three candy canes. See, I rated this much higher. I gave set and style fours. I thought, I think the alleyway thing really tipped up the scales for me because I kept seeing it at towards the end of the movie. And I was just like, I just love this little thing. And I agree with you on her outfits were cute. I did notice them. I didn't love the brown with the ruffles shirt. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't really care for that. But I feel like the other parts and her hair was super cute. And Ryan's just cute in general. And then the storyline, I gave it a five in the Christmas trees. I gave it a uh, I did not Christmas trees, candy canes. I gave it five candy canes. <laughs> I just liked it. Good grief. I liked it. Well, I'm guessing yours is a love then. Yeah, he made he made ornament pancakes for her. I thought that was random. He's like, check and see if there's red and green food coloring. And lo and behold, there's red and green well, food coloring. I mean, if you who just has that? My house has that. My mom's house. Has that. If you buy a packet of food coloring, you get red, green, yellow, blue. What are you using this food coloring for? I you just don't know. Cookies? I feel like you need to make a lot of cookies that you would keep food coloring in your cabinet. Um, well, I mean, maybe I make a lot of cookies then. Maybe. I mean, we bake a lot, but I mean, I don't bake a lot anymore, but I still have it from the last time that I used it. And I used to make these red velvet cookies, which I haven't made in a while, but they use a lot of red. I bought like a giant sized red food coloring for those because it uses so much. Yikes. But it's delicious. It's got a Hershey kiss on top and everything. Well, they sound good. Yep. You know, except for all that dye. (laughs) Um. Hope you're not allergic. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to rank these. Okay, I'm going to go to my rankings too. Yeah, I'm going to say mine because I guarantee yours are not the same as mine. So my number one was If I Only Had Christmas. That is my number one too. Oh, yay. Okay, this isn't going to be your second one though. Christmas Waltz. Okay. People Presents Once Upon a Main Street. That was was my third third one. Really? Okay. USS Christmas, Dear Christmas, and then Merry Little Christmas Wedding. Okay, we're almost exactly the same, except for I switched USS Christmas and Christmas Waltz. Well, look at that. In the end, we come full circle. Now, in our in our whole scale of them, we are not the same. <laughs> no. But on this week's, we're pretty similar. Yay! Yay! Like consistency. So on our next episode, I think we're doing our second set of Decembers. So the movies after, I think starting on the 11th, I think is when they start going through the 20th. And then that will be all for the premiere. And I did look today 
And I do not see any other new movies. Hallmark has their schedule out through Christmas, and I don't see any new Christmas movies on their schedule. Interesting. So I'm waiting to at least see a New Year's one. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's when The Wind Calls the Heart usually comes out. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. It's like a New Year's Eve movie. Hmm. Well, I won't be watching it, but we will see. I watch them even though I don't keep up with the television show anymore. But not nearly as interesting when Daniel Lissing's not there. I miss Daniel. He's not even in a Christmas movie this no. year. Why did you leave Wind Calls the Heart for more opportunities if you're not going to be in any Hallmark opportunities? Well, because he didn't want Hallmark opportunities. He's in SWAT, or he was, in several episodes. Well, why couldn't he want Lifetime opportunities? I don't know. So I do we have miss a question, you, Daniel. On this, on this topic, you posted a picture, and it was... What's her name? Erin Krakow, who was not in a Christmas movie this year. I mm-hmm. I don't think she's in any of them, even December ones that we haven't talked about. And Tyler Hines and a very cute dog. Do you think they're filming I think a Christmas that's a movie? Sp- no, I think that's a spring movie. Oh, maybe winter, but it looked spring to they me. They do do a lot of the dogs in spring or summer. I just thought based off of what they were wearing and like how sunny and everything. I don't know. Everything kind of looked green. Oh. So it felt spring-like to me. Well, she was wearing a leather jacket. So it wouldn't yeah, be summer. Like winter. I mean, people wear leather. No, I don't think it's summer. But I did see something that said 2021. So no, probably nope. not a Christmas movie. I thought since she wasn't in one, maybe they were like throwing one in last minute. <laughs> yeah, know? but I don't think Tyler would do two. Like they have very few actors that do two movies in a season. Like Lacey, obviously she's going to be in two. But I don't think she's always in two, is she? I don't know that she's always in two, but I think it's the very, very popular people that they do multiples so in a season. you don't think Tyler Hines is very, very popular? I don't think he's Lacey Chabert popular. Plus, he has other stuff he's been promoting that he's working well, on. I feel like not Hallmark. the women, there are more women that are in the Hallmark, the center of the Hallmark crown. <laughs> for lack of another metaphor but they'll i feel like lacey danica candace jill wagner you see them a lot a lot a lot a lot Mm -hmm. cindy busby you see her a lot aaron krakow you see her a lot and there's several of them that are like okay you see these people a lot i feel like on the men's side they don't do that as much and i wonder if that's because these movies are towards women so when they find a woman that people relate to and like they like want to keep putting them in Mm -hmm. and they build the things around them i think that's true I think the closest that a guy would come to that is like Andrew. Yeah. But no one's referring to him. Like no guy is referred to as the king of Christmas. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So. But no one, no guy is also every year doing the promos for Christmas either. No. Candace always does the promos for Hallmark. For Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, but the previews even, and she'll probably have segments. You see her all throughout the whole thing, Mm -hmm. the whole holiday season, having little clips, inside clips and stuff like that. And they don't do that for the guys. Nope. They just don't care. (sighs) Okay. That was a fun tangent. That was. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes release. And if you're on Apple Podcast. We'd love it if you'd leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.